1: Welcome to today's podcast, our theme for this year's Lent is My Story, helping us all to become more aware of the ways our personal faith stories intersect with God's story in scripture. Throughout the season, we're introducing you to members of our church family and asking them to tell us a little bit about, about their stories. My name is Chris Gabell, and I'm the Interim Director of Traditional Worship at First Church, and I am pleased to introduce you to Ms. Debbie Ainsworth, and I'm looking forward to this conversation and hearing your story, Debbie. How are you today? I'm good. Good. Doing well. Good. So you're oh, during this pandemic, I think you've probably been one of the more visible members of the music ministry. Um, how long have you been a member at First Church?
2: Uh, probably about 35 or 36 years. Wow. Okay. Uh,
1: you must have seen some changes over the years then. Oh,
2: yeah. Lots of changes. Sure.
1: <laughs> so what kind of music is your favorite to sing?
2: Um, I, I would say that I like traditional, sort of new traditional, a lot of contemporary composers such as uh, Dan Forrest mm-hmm. for Sacred Music, and uh, Craig Courtney does some wonderful things, mm-hmm. Elaine Hagenberg. So it's traditional, but not in the sense of uh, things that we were singing three or four hundred years ago. I still right. like those, but I like the more current composers. In the- I'm with you on that. Yeah.
1: Now you told me that you grew up in Orlando and you grew up in a small church out on East Colonial, right? Yes. So can you tell me a little bit about like how your spiritual journey began? Like what, what was your upbringing like and how did you come to your own peace with God? How how did you form your belief system?
2: Well, for one thing, I would say it's still forming. Um, And I know that sounds strange, but I don't think that there is a a point in for me in in a faith journey in which I say, "Okay, I'm there. I've arrived. So it evolves as I learn and grow and study. And I would say that that was not necessarily something that was encouraged. The study was encouraged in my church, but uh, there was a lot more. excuse me, there was a lot more, here are the answers, now memorize them. And as I have gotten older, I have realized that I am more comfortable with questions than I am with simple answers. And I do believe that there are some things that we will never understand in this life. Mm. So, so my, my journey was from a pretty, um, fundamentalist evangelical tradition and i went away for at least one year and was a bible major and without going into the lots of details that set me on a journey of for one thing dropping out of the church for about 10 years Mm -hmm. because when i came back with all kinds of questions that was not met in a positive way and but i had children and i had i wanted them to You know, people talk about we want to give our children a choice. In my view, if you don't take them to church, you aren't giving them choice. Right. And so so that was part of it. And so I wasn't really sure if I was ready to come back to church when I came back to First United Methodist. Um, But over time, I realized this is exactly where I need to be. Mm. And one of the things that's been a joy for me about our church is wherever you are, theologically, there's a place for you. Mm -hmm. And we don't all have to think the same, um, but you will be accepted. And I think this is a place where whatever questions I have that I'm still wrestling through, I'm able to do it in the context of our church I love and that. there's no, no criticism no condemnation sometimes it's you know well i have a different perspective on that but uh so that's been
1: i would say that is a part of my journey and and you know that's that's to me that speaks high praise to our church
2: mm-hmm.
1: it really does how would how would you this is sort of a i guess sort of a big question but how would you describe god <sighs>
2: <laughs> that is a very big question. Um, you know, I think in some ways, God is really unknowable and not, I don't think we have the language as humans Correct. to describe God. I think that we can maybe describe God at, in the context of other human beings. Mm-hmm. So when I think of God, I I do think of the, you know, the verse in the Bible, God is love. And there's another one. I grew up on the King James Version, by the way. So she I does. know it's not a great tan- translation, but the language is very beautiful and poetic. You know, so there's something to the effect of if you cannot love your brother whom you have seen, how can you love the father whom you have not seen? Mm-hmm. And so I-, I think that's part of my my view of God. Is that you know we are called to see God and in all the people that we meet in our lives um, and be a part of God's love in doing that. That's a pretty nebulous answer, I realize.
1: <laughs> no, but I, you know, I I feel like I'm on the same page with you. I I I agree that that. The, the Bible the, the writers of the Bible would not have bothered to give us those three words God is love had they not meant it. Um are there any times when you feel particularly close to God? Is there any any time or place where you feel like a special connection?
2: I, I would say for me, um most of the time when I'm out in nature, mm-hmm. uh when I'm walking through a forest or I'm on the top of a hill looking out at the the land, or if I'm at the beach, it reminds me of the infiniteness of, of God. Um, so I feel that connection, uh, to God through, through God's creation, the earth. Sometimes I have an encounter with another human being where I sense that presence of God. And we have a beautiful sanctuary and very often Uh, There, I I sense the presence of God. I know God is everywhere at all times with us, Mm -hmm. but there are times where it's more in my awareness of that, that sense of God.
1: Do you also feel like music is, is a connection?
2: For me, music is a huge connection Mm -hmm. and it's interesting. um, I just think that all beauty comes from God so, when I think of the inspiration and the beauty in some of the music, um that is another place where i where I feel the the connection
1: to god do you have a do you have a favorite song that maybe the lyrics are particularly special to you?
2: Well, if you ask me that in a half hour, I can probably <laughs> think of think of some.
1: That's both the blessing and the curse of being a musician, right there.
2: Yeah, because there's there's so many things that are wonderful. I will say hymns, because um, when I we went to church so much when I was a little girl, we we played church instead of school, and I that's not a joke. That's literally we played church. Um, so when I was even a really little girl, I was I was singing hymns, and there were hymns that I found a lot of comfort from, like "What a Friend We Have in Jesus." and Sweet Hour of Prayer, and it's an odd one, because I don't, I did not know what it really meant, but Rock of Ages, mm. collect for me, let me hide myself in thee, mm. um, that was a meaningful, even though I didn't really understand it, I think I understood the concept of, of hiding in in God's protection, and love, and uh, all that that means, so, so those are, it It'd be hard to pick. There's there's just a lot of gorgeous music out, and I'm I'm very much moved by texts that are that are beautiful and speak to the majesty and the mystery of of God and of love. And um, there's a there's a song, um, many gifts, one spirit. That's a very meaningful. Uh, oh God, remind us we are not alone. And then it goes on to say, though we're there are many differences among us, we are united in your love. So that that's a very meaningful concept to me.
1: Definitely, thank you for sharing that. I love that idea, and you know, like you, I've talked about how you know I'm a hiker and I find God in nature myself. And just not that long ago, and this interview is all about you, but I just want to share this as a connecting point. Not too long ago, I was out in the middle of the woods and I was out by myself in the under the twinkling stars, and I. This song came to me that I've heard, it was my great-grandmother's favorite song, um, In the Garden. And you and I were actually talking the other day about how you like, when you hear a song, you like to know that it's about God or about Jesus or about spirituality, rather than just maybe some love song that somebody could sing. And that's how I always took In the Garden, was it was just a, you know a sappy love song. And then I'm out in the woods one night and I'm listening to the crickets and I'm looking at the stars and I realized that I was in the garden. Mm -hmm. And when I'm out hiking, he walks with me and he talks with me. So that's now, that's brought that song to a whole new level for me. So I'm with you a hundred percent on that. In the garden ask God. Yeah. Definitely. If you could ask God one question, what would it be?
2: I... I think the question would be, how can we learn to love and care for each other, Mm -hmm. um, even though we're all so different? Mm -hmm. And we have so many different views of God, views of music, views of theology, all kinds of things i I feel that all of the differences among us are God's creation and I think my question would be, how can we learn to love and accept each other better than we are doing
1: mm-hmm. that's 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 profound um, when you're alone in your pre- proverbial prayer closet, what do you pray for?
2: sometimes I pray for peace um, I certainly for peace in the world but I often pray for peace in my own heart mm-hmm. because even though I've talked a lot about love and accepting there's a lot of things in life that I have to work very hard to um, accept or love or see the good mm-hmm. in in people and so I pray for that that that's at the top of my probably my my list. Sometimes I pray about how I can be a better person because as I just stated I can be as snarky as anybody around and I <laughs> certainly sometimes take fun in doing it not to people's face but if you know I don't like hurting people but I mean the thing of it is if I'm having those thoughts in my heart it's probably it's probably impacting how I view people and how I go through the world so I, I don't want to be syrupy sweet saccharin all the time. I like, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of sweet and salty chocolate covered right. pretzels, that sort of thing. But I, I think it, you know, it has to be a balance, and and that's kind of what I pray about. I, I guess it all boils down to to be a better person right. for my own. Um, I certainly pray for the things that we all pray for and for healing in our country and in our world and all of that. But I think a lot of that has to start with, with each of us individually. I know it does for me. And so I don't necessarily pray for God to change other people. I pray for God to change me Mm -hmm. uh, so that I can, these things that matter to me that I can play a role in all of the things that I want to, to happen and not worry about what other people are doing. Just do my part.
1: Mm-hmm. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me.
2: Yeah, that's that's kind of where it goes. Yeah.
1: Well, I've enjoyed this. Thank you for, for spending some time with me today. Do you have anything that you would like, anything you'd like to close with? Any, anything you'd like to share with listeners or I, this goes
2: back to, I mean, I've had time to think a little bit in this conversation about music and text. that, uh, there's another song that the choir has done. And I think it's based on one of the Psalms, although I'm not positive about that, but it talks about, uh, when I, I see the stars and I see the work of your fingers, Mm -hmm. the moon and stars suspended in space. Oh, who am I that you are mindful of me? Um, I, it's just again it, it it addresses that beauty of god's creation mm-hmm. and that beauty that why are you mindful of us why do we matter and it's a questioning but i think it's important for us to have that question and and to remember that everybody matters everybody amen and yes. Let that be a part of how we live and move in the world. I struggle with that every day, every day. Because I told you, there's a little snarky part of my personality.
1: (laughs) I think we all have that little snarky voice in our heads at some point. (laughs) Well, Debbie, thank you so much for this great conversation. It's been a lot of fun talking to you and to let other people in on our little conversations that we have from time to time. Thanks for sharing your story with us. Um, I hope the listeners have been blessed by hearing it. And I, I appreciate your time. To those who are listening, I know you must have enjoyed hearing from Debbie Ainsworth. And we hope you'll keep listening to more great stories from our friends at First Church Orlando. Thanks for listening. We
0: hope you enjoyed the podcast and that you will listen again in the future.